1: I think that we should probably get started and see how it unfolds. All right, so welcome back to Fall of Delta Green 1963. We have a full group of agents this evening. uh, To uh, refresh our listeners at home, we will take care of two orders of business. We'll have each player... uh, introduce their character and tell us what the player is consuming tonight as mm-hmm. a beverage so uh jason you want to lead us off yeah uh
0: i'm playing lin song Lin Sang. kind of depends on the time of night how we say it <laughs> she is uh an intelligence officer for the central intelligence office of the republic of south vietnam she's um you know by day she's an interpreter for foreigners coming in um and also by day she's an interrogator and kind of reports back on the on the things she sees during the day in her interpreter duties Um, she if it wasn't clear she is south vietnamese um i am drinking also uh just like last time gin and green tea
1: nice it did well last time so
0: yeah it did yeah it did
1: uh ty you want to tell us uh what you're playing and what you're drinking
2: yeah uh willie kane uh is uh working at the u.s embassy Uh, i think by this point it's well, maybe not stated, but understood that he uh, works for the CIA, and he's relatively new to the world of delta green, uh, but he's he's got his his uh, he's legit here in in Southeast Asia and has a lot of experience in that that regard. Um, and I've got a rum sour going oh. Hi. Which I haven't had in a long time, so. All right. I don't have to get up tomorrow, so. <laughs> 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 we'll see if, if it's uh, one or two. Snow day. Uh,
3: snow day. Snow
2: day. Yeah. Uh, Mark, which,
4: who are you and what are you drinking tonight? I am, my character is Greg Lamont. He is an officer in uh, Naval Intelligence. He's been placed in Saigon to... Uh, Assist in monitoring the naval traffic of North Vietnamese Army Smuggling activities and the like Um, He has experience with Delta Green So, well, that's as a a cover But he's actually there as a Delta Green asset Um, And I am drinking a Cafe Americano Nice Excellent And that leaves uh,
1: Lord Jesse I'll your character My character is Jack Cooper.
5: He's a Korean War vet who um met a nice Vietnamese girl in Japan and decided to go home with her. Um, he's uh he he's hasn't realized that Vietnamization is for the Vietnamese, so he's basically uh,
0: He's gone native.
5: He's gone native, uh including becoming a buddhist and uh, he works as a a translator interpreter part time and he's also um an advocate for uh for buddhist rights um, which uh is, is a hop in
3: uh hop in trade right now <laughs> <laughs> uh and what are you drinking
5: I am boring and I'm drinking Coke Zero.
1: Uh, Well, that's okay. Your handler, our term, for what most people call a game master, that's me, uh, and drinking water because I'm trying to do this intermittent fasting thing to see if I can make my doctor happy with uh, my blood work. So I cut out the post-dinner stacking and post-dinner alcohol consumption because oftentimes post-dinner alcohol consumption leads to the post (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, it becomes a vicious cycle i was able to cut out the the snacking
0: but i mean you know there's not really calories in whiskey or gin
1: is there there might be no for me right it's the sugars uh uh, oh sure, sure. Still fighting that battle, so uh, so that'll so. help. Okay, and we are playing Fall of Green nineteen sixty-three. Uh, we are in the midst of our campaign adventure, whatever we're calling this. Uh, when we last
3: left off, um, really, I, I don't know if we need a long recap. The, the most of the
1: Last episode was kind of some, uh, you know, background information and characters, you know, doing a little character development and, and, and travel, long-term seeds being laid. But the the real thrust of the session was that the team decided to go to Anhuiang Province to follow up why Elaine Blanchette had gone there and what he had said to get some Buddhists angry with him, and. Uh, Willie Kane uh, spent a little bit of bureaucracy to get them a flight on a civilian air service, not a front for the CIA. (laughs) Yeah, some some entrepreneurs looking at South Vietnam, thinking this is a great place for an airline. Um, The best. Yep. Hey, wait to – if only Wall Street bets had been around in 1963, these guys would have – (laughs)
3: <laughs> changed aviation history. So, um, and they arrived in Greg Lamont uh, at Longjian, which is
1: kind of the central hub of, of military activity in the province. And uh, Greg Lamont spent some bureaucracy uh, with the Marines stationed there, and they got a helicopter ride up to. Uh, The actual area of interest, the An Ho or An Hoa district, Um, and were making their way to had arrived at the Buddhist pagoda there, which is where you anticipate you're going to find your answers. And as you arrived, you were confronted with a scene of uh, some South Vietnamese special forces led by a CIA advisor who were um uh, using enhanced interrogation techniques on a buddhist monk um and helping them wash his face at the same time uh, when the the party arrived and uh, jack cooper in a very jack cooper kind of way uh, decided to immediately barge in and start telling people what he thought about this uh, which provoked a reaction from the cia advisor and we faded to black just after Willie Kane and
3: Greg Lamont realized they each knew this person. So Willie, do you remember how you knew this CIA advisor? Uh,
2: was he was he uh, connected in some way to Diem's brother in the training?
1: Well, uh, you know, in general, that the. Um, c i a is training South Vietnamese special forces and
3: mm-hmm. that
1: dm's brother is the ultimate they're they're part of the internal security apparatus that all right. eventually streams up to um Diem's brother no or new um, so you actually knew the CIA uh, advisor not well, but you knew him from occasionally you'd come into the embassy in Saigon so okay. You recognized uh, Oliver West. And Greg seen Lamont? Him you, yeah, seen him around, maybe even talked to him a few times, but you, I would not say that y'all were close friends.
3: And Greg Lamont? Uh, yeah, he was a remember the first Oliver. time around,
4: right? Uh,
3: not the handler. He was, uh, uh, when when you
1: and your team were flying down to Cuba, you had to take some. Um, Anti Castro, right, right,
4: right, right. guys right. with you.
1: And Oliver West was their handler, appeared to be their handler.
4: Uh, he was at the small airstrip where y'all picked them up. So. Oh, that's right, that's right. And did, did he go by Oliver West in that story too, or was, was he under a different name?
3: I can't remember if. He, he went by Oliver
5: West. Yeah. He did, okay.
3: I, I can't remember if actually, I, I mean, I
1: knew that he was all over West. I just can't remember if his name was directly divulged to Greg LeBon or not. So I think I think I had just we decided that
4: Jesse's character in that game knew who he was. So it was my recollection. Okay. So Greg probably wouldn't remember exactly what his name was, but
1: Yeah.
4: So fair warning, my
1: my plan is to give you a few seconds to think and then bring the camera back up, and pick up in media res. So, uh, however, you know, if you guys want to take a breath and
3: be ready for action, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so the camera focuses back
1: in uh, with a uh, righteously indignant Jack Cooper, you know, face-to-face with this CIA Special Forces advisor um, and uh, Jack, you know, you basically, you know, he cursed you out a moment ago. What are
3: you, what's your response to him talking to you like that? Um, Jack is, is like, You're cursing me out?
5: Do you even understand what communism is? They don't do religion. These are Buddhist monks. They don't want
3: communism? Look, I don't know who you are or how in
1: the world you ended up here. And you guys do notice, as he's saying this, that he is now kind of looking about and... He doesn't really break his you, know, his, you know, he doesn't pause or stutter, but you can definitely get the sense that he's desperately trying to figure out, well, who are these other people here, while continuing to explain to Jack Cooper that, um, you know, people who are undermining the DM regime or doing the work of the communists, whatever they, whatever they think they are, they're enemies of the state. And they are going to help the communists whether they be fools like these monks or uh, avowed marxist it doesn't matter they're destabilizing
3: this government and, and destabilizing what we're trying to do here no more willie, than what are you doing? himself uh willie what are you doing uh, I'm kind of stepping up to kind
2: of I'm not in, right in between Jack and uh, West, but I'm like if they're facing off to each other, like I'm in the middle of them perpendicular and I'm kind of getting ready for it. To, uh, to heat up too much and just maybe break yeah. it up. Greg, Luan, what are you
3: doing?
4: Yeah, I think he wants to look at these the techniques that they're using on these guys. Um, <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Like, um, are they okay? Are they just like torturing these guys, or are they like they? Does it look to him like they legitimately want to get information from them? Um, It it seems like,
3: uh, and I'm not sure, you know, how Pollyanna Craig Lamont's uh, military service has been,
1: other than. You know when he was detached to built green as far as the kinds of things he'd seen so i mean again there were there were two uh, special forces guys that, that had this monk you know they had his hands tied behind his back and they were basically you know shoving his face down into the the paddy water okay Okay. and there was like a third uh, uh special forces guy that you know when he'd come up you know it was was So you guys couldn't really make out what specifically was being asked, because Jack Cooper just kind of charged in and started making the scene, and that pretty much caused everybody to hit pause. I mean, Greg, you
3: do notice that kind of the um, other Special Forces guys that weren't directly involved Mm -hmm. uh,
1: are like kind of – kind of taking notice of you and Lin Sand and Willie Kane, they they don't look particularly, uh, you know, alarmed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like they're like, you know, tensing either weapons or or training their weapons on you. It's just more like, who are these people? And some of them almost look like interested just to see how this is going to play out. Um,
3: So, Willie, are you saying anything to Oliver West? Uh, I'm
2: giving him uh, quite a look. I'm not okay. quite ready to say anything.
1: All right. And what's Lin San doing? Um,
0: I am going to go speak to the um, like ranking Vietnamese soldier.
5: Give him some pointers on how to
0: I'm
5: uh, not, interrogate
3: him. Better. <laughs>
0: if it comes up, I'm not gonna force it. But yeah, just to kind of get a feel
1: for you know what's going on
0: so from, from the Vietnamese the,
1: perspective. One of the few successful preps I had was uh Come up with a name for the ranking South Vietnamese Special Forces guy that Jason's going to want to talk to. Heck so, yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. yeah. I, so,
0: I feel seen. Uh, thank you.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, he's a sergeant. Uh, his full name is Thak Khan Hai, H-A-I. Uh, and he is – he was kind of standing over by – he was not doing the questioning, but he was over with the guys mm-hmm. that were questioning. So um, so here's what we'll do. Uh, I'm going to do uh, Willie and Oliver and Jack, uh, and then I'll cut over to Len. So uh, Willie, you're not saying anything yet, but uh, you, you see that Oliver West is you – know, he's getting to look like he's processing and realizing – that I know this guy, and so he actually kind of just looks away from from Jack. Says,
3: um, "Billy, uh, Kane, right?" W- Willie. What you...
1: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm oh, sorry, Willie. Right, right, right. Willie. Yeah. Uh, what What are you doing out here? This is uh This is the sharp end. You know, it's not about talking to people and making reports and you having drinks and and pushing off at five. This is is the sharp end out here. What are you doing out here? I didn't think you did field work.
2: Yeah, things change when it gets hot. And then he points uh, to Jack Cooper. uh, Who's this jackass? And uh, (laughs) what role does he serve other than pissing me off? Well, uh, you know, he's probably best not seeing what you're up to right now. You should be doing that work behind the scenes, behind the behind closed doors.
3: Well, I mean, I don't I don't.
1: want to sound like kindergarten, but, you know, we were here first. I don't know what you guys are doing here. So uh, the situation was perfectly under control until you guys arrived. So whatever yeah. it is that you've got to do, you know, I, I can't imagine it involves... You know this guy here, and he points down at the the monk who's still
2: he's being he's not being actively interrogated right now, but he's still being head held mm-hmm. on the ground. And is he the only monk that's around, or are there others? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. Um, you know, Greg Walant definitely notices
1: that. um You know, there's the kind of people coming across the like the people working in the rice paddies have definitely stopped, and they're kind of walking over, and you can see the pagoda. A little bit farther back, and there appear to be some people heading from the pagoda towards the situation as well. Um, You know, nobody's running at this point; they're walking.
2: So, um, but so that's the situation at this point. Yeah, I'm just wondering. You know, if if we wanted to talk to a monk, (laughs) does it have to be this (laughs) one? He's in high demand right now. I You'll yeah. probably make an appointment and uh, <laughs> maybe come back on Tuesday. You think. time to heal. Yeah.
5: Well, Let Jack, Jack sort of walk. takes it out of your uh, out of your hands, and he you know gets down next to the bunk and starts talking to him in in Vietnamese. Um,
3: and
1: um, I'll say this: I'll say at this point, Lynn has pulled the uh, Sergeant Hayabas uh, aside. So you kind of get the sense that the, the rest of the special forces, you know, troops, like they just have no idea what to do with Jack Cooper. Um, so they're just kind of like not actively resisting what he's doing. They're not letting go of the monk, but they're just kind of staring at him. Um, and-
5: And I'm, kind of- I'm just talking, I'm not. Yeah.
4: And I think as he's okay. talking to the monk, I want to kind of stroll over and talk to the guys that are, that were interrogating him. Okay. And, and ask them well, the, to say, hey, go ahead. Okay.
1: Well, the, so in my mind, there, you know, there's the monk kneeling on the ground. There's a special forces guy on each arm kneeling on the ground as well. They were the guys who were, were putting them under the water. And then there was a guy kind of standing immediately over him, kind of doing mm-hmm. that whole "I'm in a dominant position" thing. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, questioning him, and now he's still there. Okay. He's just not asking questions. And now Jack's kind of slid up and almost slid, you know, past one of the guys on the monk's shoulder, and is talking to him. And they're all just staring at Jack Cooper, like, "What in the world hmm. is this?" So. Uh so Lynn, let's cut over to you real quick and then I'll have uh Willie
3: and Oliver engage in some repartee. Uh so I go over and just um I um
0: I would I'll identify myself as CIO. Um,
1: you know, we're a... And initially as you came up, he got a kind of a real dismissive Look, and then sure. about the time the word CIO got out of your mouth, mm-hmm. you can tell he was assessing. And so, pretty quickly, you see a pretty strong change in uh, demeanor. Um, and, he, and he's going to, uh, he is not going to dismiss you now, let's just put it that way. So, sure. Uh, and I'll ask just,
0: um, you know. Basically, I'm going to ask for a, a set rep. What what are you holding him on? What information are you? Do you think he has? Uh, he's, he's a traitor. Or is he just is he just a communist <sighs> that, that you happen to find? Aren't they all? I've met a few myself.
1: But uh, this this traitor
3: he. He's connected with the Pagoda in Saigon. He he works with them. We we need to know,
1: uh, well, I'm not sure I'm allowed to. And you see him now looking over at uh, Oliver West, kind of trying to figure out what he should say, what he shouldn't say. It may be almost a sense of, and actually he actually says, uh, I think
3: if you speak to Mr. West, so that will he could probably answer your questions better. He brought the mission. He brought the mission, but we're We're doing
0: this for us. We're not doing this for them
3: uh, and that uh, that connects with him. Um, and you almost see,
1: uh, like you see the wheels turn in his head or not, maybe the wheels, the scales balancing mm-hmm. in his head. So he looks over at West again and decides West is, uh, engaged enough. And he yeah. actually kind of gestures you to step just a little bit to the side. And now you're both faced away from, uh, West. Uh, and, and i'll i'll
0: I'll try to you know, you know the, none of this will will get beyond me i just or none of this will get to him we just you know any information i can bring back to to the office and in, in saigon
3: would be would be beneficial well it's it seems like a fool's errands but you know, the Americans give us – they give us money, and they give us these weapons and these uniforms and
1: training. They've made it uh, much easier for us to root out the enemies of our uh, – the enemies of South Vietnam,
3: the enemies of our republic. So it's, it's difficult to question when they, when they bring us a mission. Mm-hmm. Mr. West is is very trusted uh, in the Vietnamese Special Forces, so number one advisor. So, hmm. I understand. Yeah.
0: And the Saigon Pagoda connection is is interesting. What
3: is he What is he doing up here? We're. It almost feels foolish to say this. We're searching for the heart of Victory Kwong. About the table reminder, if you have, Mm -hmm.
1: because the names run together
2: sometimes. The Uh, guy set himself on fire? Correct. I did read Wikipedia. There you go. Fantastic. (laughs) I knew there was something about his heart. Yep. Uh, What's surprising
1: to Lynn is that the, uh, to your knowledge, his heart was uh, kept at the uh, pagoda, I always forget.
3: Uh, Jesse, do you remember? Zaloy, that's right. Zaloy.
1: Yes, his heart was kept at the Zaloy Pagoda, uh, and to your understanding, Lynn, when it, the pagoda was raided in August, that one of the things they they recovered and took away was this heart because it was being treated as you know an, uh, you know the the Vatican equivalent of you know. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a holy I, relic. I, I
0: can see I can see Jack saying it belongs in a museum.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: uh so so Lynn, you're somewhat surprised
3: to to hear him say that's what they're looking for. Um yeah. what do you do with that surprise? um if he is connected with uh
0: the the Saigon pagoda uh there's potential that he smuggled it out maybe there's some some roots that need to be dug up uh in Saigon, Saigon as well maybe there's there's a way that you know either the intelligence was was incorrect or you know, someone double-crossed us and and gave it back. So you're saying all this out loud, or are you just think it out loud? Uh, I I do say, you know, I I probably don't say, you know, not knowing what he would know. That I'm not going to let on that my understanding was that it's that it's in our possession. Um, uh, but I will say, you know, if he's connected with, with the Saigon Gota, there's there's potential that that he has knowledge if if it
3: is in this area. Of where it might be. So, so you agree we should
0: we should make him talk. Uh, if he has any information, we'll we'll need it. That's that's not a relic we want in the communist hands.
1: Uh, okay, so
3: Willie, you and Oliver are there. Uh, how are you going to play this, Willie?
5: You might still be on mute. Oop.
3: OK. Didn't Sorry. That. That was, no, that was me.
2: I was on mute. Okay. Uh, I was, I'm trying to sense whether West is, um, if I can leverage the the CIA connection, right, to get him, maybe not to help us. That seems like a stretch, but help us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, I'm trying to get a read on this guy. Is he, like, completely, like, don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. Or is he, you know, he's like, nah, I guess you maybe you guys got a a job to do too.
1: No, he's hmm. he's. Uh, I think the the read you have at this point is he's he's mostly pissed that Jack Cooper's disrupting what they're doing, and, and mm. you almost get the sense that he's looking to you um, mm. as like the the known entity here to so mm. like, a kind of explain what's going on, and B can, can't you. You know, and he actually kind of gestures you to like maybe step away so y'all can mm. talk a little more privately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and he basically tells you, you hey, know, look, I, I've got a job to do. I'm sure you've got a job to do. Although again, it's probably gonna be unlike any job you've ever done in the comfort of Saigon. Think things get pretty rough out here. Uh, but I don't know who this jackass is that you've got with you. And he's stopping me from doing my job right now, so.
5: And Jack is chanting very loudly at this point, one of the uh, 10 small mantras, uh, particularly nice. quelling calamity and bringing auspicious goodwill spiritual mantra.
1: Okay, nice. Um, so, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would find some way to move that bag on. Let me just get my job done and
4: go on about my business.
2: You can be going on about
1: your
4: business. So, can I hear any of this by chance? Or is he kind of Greg's attention is another place right now, right?
3: Um,
1: it's it's in English, it's he's not
4: whispering, he just kind of did that,
1: you know, let's step a little bit away. It looked like he was trying to get away from from where Jack Cooper
4: was. Mm, Um, Okay. Uh, so I just basically uh, want to tell him you're going about this all <laughs> um, you did going jump in, Greg? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, is this your first time doing this?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> and now he turns and looks at him. <laughs>
1: And he's like, who the
2: hell are you? <laughs> Willie raises an eyeball, eyebrow and takes a step back. <laughs> I'll let you guys work this
3: out. Well, You're telling me that I don't know how to do my job? Who are you again?
4: He's pretty fired up at this point now with Greg uh, Lamont. Well, I'm someone who can show you a thing or two. Does he, does he look like he recognizes me? Um, you get the just the smallest sense
1: that he's he's trying to figure out uh it, you know
3: like who you are and, and he and maybe he's trying to figure out, does this guy know me? Is this kind of like you know uh pissing up my
1: leg? What's, what' you know, is he trying to get me to beat his ass? Like he's he's angry but puzzled as to why you're taking this approach with him. Um
3: uh Jack, what are you hoping to do with your uh, chanting? Um, piss off the, the CIA guys. Always good move. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, but really just to, I mean, my my main goal is to give this monk uh, some time to get his uh, breath back. Um, And once he does, I'm going to stand up and and say, okay, what do you need to know? Did you just try asking him? Because I I doubt that.
1: So are you now engaging uh, uh, Oliver West
3: as well? In conversation, not fighting, engaging? Yes. Okay. So it's interesting
1: because it's almost like, you know, the dogs, you know, (laughs) Uh, tormenting the bear because he's really pissed at Greg Lamont and he's trying to come up with something to say to him but now you're piping in so now he just wheels back and
3: turns around uh, on you what we need from him is our business, it's not your business I've
1: been around for a while I know how to get answers I don't need you, whoever you are, to come in and tell me how to do my job All I need to know is how long before you leave.
5: How many times have you interrogated Buddhist monks? Because you may not understand meditation and how it works, but when they're meditating, they reach a transcendent state where they feel no physical pain. All you're doing here is wasting your time and possibly killing a source of information. So I'm telling you if you want to know, what he knows, I can ask him, and he will answer me, because I'm not an asshole.
1: Oh, uh, I get it.
0: Lynn whispers to the guy she's talking to.
1: Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of those, uh, what do they call them,
3: beatniks,
1: with your strange ideas. Here's what I know. Every man has a breaking point. You just have to find
4: it, and we'll find it with this guy. Yeah, and you can find that breaking point a lot easier with a cup of tea and a couple of cigarettes. So, as
1: this is going on, you do everybody kind of notices that this group of people they're getting pretty close now, um, and it appears to be some monks, you know, from from their attire, and then there are other people, just typical. Uh, you know, rural Vietnamese uh, peasant garb, um, you know, they're definitely kind of excited, you know, but again, they don't look angry um,
3: no as they're making their way no,
1: no pitchforks and torches. Um, there's a one-point notice for uh, Willie
3: Kane if he wants to spend it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, so... Uh,
1: notice is a skill. The, bla- uh, the black book's up, by the way.
2: So. Oh, it is a skill. Uh, I'm looking here. Notice, notice, notice. There it is. Okay. Make
5: sure you're in play mode.
3: I believe I am. Mm. There we go. Nope, spinch one point.
1: So, Willie, what you notice now that kind of Jack Cooper and Greg Lamont are tag team in Oliver West, and you've stepped back a little bit. Really? You see this large group, you know maybe it's about forty people that have kind of arrived in the general area and you can you can see that the Vietnamese special forces guys again they don't look super alarmed, but they do see that there's a crowd coming, so you know they kind of have started to position themselves to make sure that you know they can cover their guys that have the the monk um, uh, down but what you notice Willie, is Did not walk kind of directly from the pagoda to where the situation is happening. They kind of went in an angle. Um, so if if you're where you're standing is the general area where the the this incident is unfolding, and if if you look straight ahead, and that's where the pagoda was, you know, a couple hundred yards away. You know, this group kind of went an angle. They're off kind of to your left. Um, and they're they're about at your nine o'clock if the pagoda was at twelve. Um, and what you notice about them is they appear to have a tripod-mounted medium machine gun that they're selling up. Oh shit! <laughs>
2: hey, fellas! And that's Willie's. That's Willie's. Uh, bah b- uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> And they're probably 100 yards away.
2: I, okay, I say, I, I go to West. I say, West, we got a problem. What?
1: What? I, 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 I've had a problem ever since you asked for us. I've come no, up pay here attention. and
2: messed up my interrogation. Pay attention. And I, I, I nod over attention. at those guys.
3: Shit. Yeah, peaceful. That's, is that what you're saying now? He's looking at Jack Cooper. Peaceful, huh? Peaceful yeah.
1: monks.
5: I'll be right back. Jack's going to go going to pro- approach the the people with the machine
1: gun.
3: Okay, Lynn, what fell. are you doing? Lynn, <laughs> <Okay.
1: laughs> <laughs> um, you got a cr- crowd of people arriving. You've got mm-hmm. still got the ear of the sergeant um, in this situation, but but and he's now figuring out at the same time what you're figuring out, which
3: is that apparently there is a. A team set up a media machine got about a hundred yards away,
0: yeah um, I'll tell him get get your men set up um, tell them not to fire until until anything goes goes sideways okay uh so he And then i'll uh, I'll walk over to where west and
1: our guys are, yeah um So, you know, the sergeant starts barking out orders and, and now you see the Vietnamese special forces guys, like, you know, now they're on it, you know, so that, you know, they got weapons out, they're spreading out, you know, they're going prone and orienting themselves towards the threat. So now you got this kind of weird situation where you've got the, uh, the group that's arriving, um, and then off to an angle, you've got the, uh, where the media machine guns being set up. Uh you know, Willie, you're you're with West and he's kind of processing the situation as as you are. Uh Jack Cooper's now making a beeline. I see you said walking though, correct? Jogging. Okay. Jack Cooper's jogging off
4: uh towards the group. So uh Greg Lamont, what are you doing? Yeah I think I want to like uh crouch down and uh, <laughs> talk to, well
3: <laughs> I a benefit,
4: but, but I, I wanted to talk to that uh, the the monk that is being roughed up and I just kinda wanted to I guess it's probably the wrong time to try to interrogate, but if there's any way I could play <laughs> the um play the good cop to their bad cop, you know. Um okay. I just wanted uh, so to ask him
1: as you um as you bend down and are looking at him because the even the guys who were uh holding him, you know, when the sergeant started shouting orders, they they like let go of him and they turned around and they've they've kind of they formed a they're still near him, but they're definitely now oriented towards this uh threat mm-hmm. and they're getting themselves ready. Um So no one really has control over him at this point in time. But what you notice is, um, like, when you talk to him, he doesn't really respond. And he, in fact, does not appear to be present in the moment. Um, Okay.
4: Okay. So he's, like, mentally not there. Transcendent state, bitches.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: (laughs) If we're we're lucky, that's a transcendent state, right? Yeah. Could be some... uh...
1: Fall of Delta Green, yeah.
4: <laughs> King Tiger, <laughs> Hidden Dragon. <laughs> I'd watch that movie so um, much. So, so my so Greg's repeated like chat or uh, you know conversations directed at him when he's he just goes, "How are you? Are you all right? Um, what's your name?" Um, he just he's just zoned out, not answering. Correct. Okay. Can uh, this is eyes. Ice- Look does he look like he's under the effects of like a, a narcotic or anything like that? is that
3: um, yeah not really, but like his eyes don't even appear to flicker to acknowledge you okay what are his what are his pupils look like yeah. Normal, like you,
1: you know, whatever whatever prior experience you have with people okay who insulin, drugs, you
4: don't see any of those telltales. Okay, so not like super uh, dilated or like pinholes or anything right. like that. Okay, like, like like probably the best term I could use to describe is he he appears to be catatonic. Catatonic. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So. All
1: right. Uh, don't don't draw too much from that word, but mm-hmm. that's probably the best easy descriptor I
4: can give
3: you. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. <sighs> Well, Lynn, in that case. Oh go ahead. Finish up. Okay, well, in that case. I was just going to um, make sure the safety's off of my service pistol. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, look. You know, it's not the volume of fire; it's the shots that count, right? <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> I don't know. Volume helps. When <laughs> uh, you see Jack Cooper. You know, you know, fast walking, light jogging directly towards this group that are setting up this medium machine gun. Um, you going to do anything about that? Um, I'd nudge
0: Willie and just kind of like nod my head in Jack's direction. Like...
1: Well, Willie's kind of busy right now. He and, he and uh, Oliver are kind of having some words about the situation. So um...
0: Then I'm disgruntled. <laughs> I want. I wanted to make fun of him. Uh, I wanted to make fun of Jack. Um okay. And I'll just, I'll just watch things as they progress. Um,
1: Into a firefight. Nice. Okay. Uh, so, Willie, what else you got to say to uh, Oliver West at this point in time? You know, last thing you heard him say it was shit.
2: Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, can he? Ch- hey, West, you got to change gears here and get. Get everybody everybody to calm down.
3: Remember what I told you, Willie. Things are different out here. There there are no good guys out here. Don't let your jackass friend convince you otherwise. All right. He has his moments. Yeah. he crosses me again, it might be his last moment. (laughs) All right, Willie. I'd say it's been nice talking to you, but that'd be a load of shit. (laughs) Lynn
0: leans back into Willie's ear. I like that guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And he uh, calls Sergeant High over.
0: No soft talk like you Americans, like you other Americans.
3: Yep. Yep, Sergeant. We are going to redeploy. We'll address this situation at another time. More propitious time. And so they start,
1: yeah, he starts gathering his guys up. Um, Jack, what are you saying to the people set up the media machine gun?
5: I'm yelling, you fucking idiots, stop. Stop. There are Americans there. You kill one, they send 10,000.
1: They don't uh, doesn't seem to phase them in their uh, assembly of their medium machine gun. You see you know, that they've got it up on the, the tripod and another one's, you know, they've got a couple of boxes and it looks like they're open to the boxes as a typical belt feed kind of uh, situation. Um, and one of them who looks like maybe that, you know, if we were in a war game, he'd be the crew leader for the weapon kind of stepped a little bit forward and is kind of you know give you the hand up uh and you're
3: yelling in vietnamese i assume of course um so he's responding back you stop you stop americans with them are bad they come here to hurt us we've lost too much already we're not going to lose anymore we're done being pushed around and these are monks, hmm. no. or are these villagers? No,
5: these are hmm. these are the um, these are Buddhist militia. Hmm. Oh. Buddhist militia. I mean, J- Jack can tell as soon as he gets close.
3: Yes, you are. You know, we talked about we talked about
1: them the last time. Yeah. Yes, hmm. it's been a while though. so mm-hmm. quick refresher for our listeners at home. Uh, there was a. Uh, or there is a sect of Buddhism, Ho-Hau, which I always mispronounce. Uh, And during the early stages of South Vietnam, they actually had an armed militia that was deputized, for lack of a better term, by uh, the South Vietnamese government until Diem took over and decided that he didn't really like armed forces that were not directly controllable by him. Or Catholic. Exactly. (laughs) He... uh, he effectively crushed them. Um, this close-run thing is
3: about something called the Battle of Saigon in 1955. Um, where he basically uh, declared war on the religious militias and the um,
1: uh, organized crime that was basically had contracted to be the police force of Saigon. Um, the crisis started with the removal of the head of the police force by dm and they basically revolted and this close-run thing There was a point in time when the americans were about to give up on dm in 1955 but he, he pulled it out at the end so and then he went on for payback in the while, how well. and the oh uh, wow eventually most of the other leaders were hunted down and killed and they kind of quit being a thing but as, uh, Jesse observed in our last session, like everybody else, they just you know, buried their weapons and said, we'll wait to so the odds are a little better to readdress this. So, yes, this is whole pile,
3: Alicia, that you're dealing with uh, Jack Cooper. So, uh, anything else you want to tell him at this point? Uh I'm
5: gonna tell them I was in Korea. I have seen what Americans will do to the natives
3: uh instead of natives, I'll use something fancy like rightful
5: hmm. <laughs> right rightful uh inhabitants but um
1: so is it different if the Americans kill us by the thousands? or kill us by the hundreds each day by supporting DM.
3: You can
5: kill DM's forces all you want for all I care. But you kill one American and they have weapons you would not even believe. Please, please just walk away from this today.
3: He's looking over your shoulder.
1: Um, and he turns to the, the gunner for the weapon, who's, you know kind of waiting to do the charging handle thing and that and the other, And he just kind of gestures for him to hold, and he's looking over your shoulder,
3: Jack. I'm going to stand right in front of the machine gun.
5: I want no killing today. Uh,
3: they're not sure to do with that. Looks like
1: the handler in this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Lynn and Willie and Greg, the Vietnamese special forces with uh, uh, Ollie West are are. You know, kind of doing a, a retrograde movement to the rear. Um, uh, and again, you know, the those of you with you know practical military experience, you can you can tell these guys know what they're doing. Um, you know, they're 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 not panicky. They're not, you know, they're they're following orders. They're you know, you know, moving by fire team, making sure that they're you know they're not turning their backs on the machine gun. Um, but they're also not acting hyper aggressively as they pull back Um, and uh, as y'all kind of observe that you observe the the crowd that arrived kind of
3: parts and um somebody steps forward and he's clearly a monk and
1: he kind of surveys the situation and he gives a,
3: a slight bow towards uh, the three of you and says, uh, whom do I, whom do I thank for this most, uh, divine intervention? Come on, one of you has to take, has to take, uh, <laughs> take credit. <laughs>
1: You're 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 far enough away that you're not involved in this, Jack.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm waiting for West to speak up. What West is
2: he's with his guys. He, there. He here. They're okay. out. I, I kind yeah. of pictured. Um, so this guy thinks that we're somehow responsible for Jack stepping in and.
4: <laughs> I'm like
2: running these guys off. Don't know what this guy thinks.
3: He's he's made a statement to you, so it might depend on what you say uh hmm. <laughs> yeah how do, we, how do we play this Lynn way? is not stepping forward yeah be either me or uh, willie here let's see how
4: do
2: we uh, how do we present ourselves i i've never uh, i i uh, uh mr jackson <laughs> i'm mr jackson Pleased to meet you. <laughs> Clearly a field op right here. Yes, we're going this route. Okay. Yeah, and he uh,
1: uh, introduces himself as
3: Lam Nan Nat, N-H-A-T. T. I, uh, I'm the shepherd for, for this flock. I think that's how you would say it. In your country, Mr. Jackson well we uh
2: we just want to see uh people get on with their lives
1: ah uh, yes as as do we and he he's gestured now several of the group have gone over to the monk who was restrained and being tortured, and they're lifting him up and and carrying him back towards the pagoda. While it is most fortunate that a Buddha brought you to us at this particular time, Uh, we must insist that you share our hospitality. Uh, Please, would you join us at the pagoda?
3: We can take refreshment and uh, strengthen the bond of fellowship that we have from this experience.
2: Oh, that'd be very, very kind of you. Thank you. And I, I turn back to Greg and give him a wink and a thumbs up. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> and Lynn yeah. in French
0: says, thank you for the hospitality, grandfather.
5: In French?
1: Yes. And
3: he uh, cocks his head and looks at Lynn in uh, answers in french your most welcome granddaughter you seem to carry much strife maybe buddha has brought you here for peace and lynn brushes her shoulder
1: Uh, and he kind of looks over now, and he kind of sees the scene with uh, <clears throat> Jack Cooper uh, standing in front of the machine gun, and uh, he he turns and says something very quietly to one of the followers with him, and that person runs off towards uh, – it's a young boy, you know, like 10-, 11-year-old boy, and he runs off to where Jack Cooper's kind of having this stare down. So, uh, and we'll cut over to Jack. So you're standing in front of the machine gun,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and the the guy that stepped out to talk to you has now stepped up right next to you, um,
3: and he's kind of looking you over, and he says, "So, you're willing to die for DM's people? What does that make you?"
5: I am willing to die for. Th- Vietnamese people, who
3: they follow is immaterial. Who they follow is of grave danger to us. We are not like the city Buddhists with their uh, urban ideas on how to do things.
1: We have a far simpler approach to protecting the work
3: of Buddha, protecting the Buddha and his pagodas, protecting the people of Vietnam. Who rules makes all the difference. I
5: understand. And as soon as we are gone, as soon as there are no Americans here, you may do as you see fit.
1: That would be a glorious...
3: Glorious day when the Americans are gone.
5: <laughs> Let me just say that killing an American is the surest way to make sure there will be more.
3: About that time, a young boy runs
1: up and you know, like tugs on the, the sleeve of uh, this guy. And he leans down and he whispers something uh, in his ear stands up and or he he comes back up and he looks at
3: jack again either your faith is great or your foolishness is great
1: i am uncertain as to which it might be then he turns to the crew and tells them to disassemble the, the machine gun take it back to its, its hiding place. And then he turns back to Jack Cooper. I believe your friends are going to be our guests. Would you care to come to the pagoda?
5: I would be honored. But please do remember, Americans have much faith and are also very foolish.
3: Now I'm gonna go refill my water.
4: <laughs> get a beverage yeah not a bad idea But top off
1: cool
3: pause in the action i was like am i causing rex enough
5: trouble that he's just going <laughs> to kill my character
3: i don't know
4: <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what was going to happen when you walked in front of the machine gun. I thought, uh, okay, this might be quick to jack, but... Uh...
3: Yeah. But cooler heads prevailed.
5: Yeah, I mean... Basically, delaying until the larger group got there would pretty much ensure they wouldn't open fire with mm-hmm. a machine gun but
1: um but yeah, character death there's... is not off limits.
5: Oh. oh. <laughs> Jack is Jack is well aware and anyone <laughs> who, who has worked with Delta Green before should also be very well aware. Mm-hmm.
1: Just needs to be meaningful. That's all. That's all I need.
5: So I mean, who wouldn't want to go out trying to save some of DM's personals Special Forces, and some CIA guys, right? I mean, it would be
4: an honor. It would be an honor.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, we got everybody back? We got some... I'm here.
2: Yep. Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, So I'm just going to fast forward to you guys are are in the Pagoda, and I will... Concede that I don't have any practical understanding of, of, you know, which aspect of a pagoda is purely for religious and which aspect of it is also kind of social. Um, My thinking is this far out in rural uh, Vietnam that it's going to probably, practically speaking, be a multifunctional. Building, even if maybe in Saigon, the pagoda is strictly a place to to worship and study. Um, here, it's also the by far the nicest building in this little complex, um, and there's definitely kind of a communal vibe mm-hmm. to to the place. Um, so this pagoda is established in a way where there's actually like a kind of a large dining hall, meeting type place. Um, well, they invite you in and, and uh, have a little. You're not sure if it's their normal meal or if they're just being good hosts and and bringing you in and and setting you down and feeding you and you know, giving you you know something to drink uh, to make you feel welcome. But but they certainly
3: seem interested in making you feel welcome. So, so you yeah, in the pagoda. What you guys going to do? I'm
5: guessing no one else was close enough to make out the faces of the group with the machine gun.
3: Probably not. That, I think that's fair.
5: So Jack is going to keep an eye out for them. He's okay. pretty sure they'll be here.
3: OK. Uh, in fact, um,
1: the, the guy that you interacted with is definitely there. Um, and at one point you see him having a kind of a hushed conversation with uh Lam Nan not uh who you you know learn from the other guys is basically the the head monk. Uh, I don't know what the
3: official term the would abbot, be. The abbot essentially. Yeah, effectively the abbot uh of this pagoda. Uh,
1: and it doesn't appear to be a heated exchange but there's definitely kind of a little conversation going on and and eventually you see lamb reach over and just place his hand on on this guy uh on his hand and just you know
3: kind of in a calming you know kind of way so uh you guys want to talk to him talk to anybody you know uh i'm
5: gonna Tell everyone that I I see an old friend and I'm going to approach the guy um, I interacted with earlier. Okay,
3: so
1: he uh, stiffens a little bit when you come up, but uh,
3: he uh, he remarks
1: upon the fact that you appear to to be quite familiar with the practices of Buddhism and and life at a pagoda. You know, you just seem very at ease with everything um so he may have, he may have misjudged
3: you to, uh, are you enjoying our hospitality very much uh the uh you,
5: the the pagodas in in saigon would would uh cannot compare to to the treatment we've received here hmm
3: i've been to the pagodas in saigon they are wonderful places compared to this mm, fairly base uh, uninspiring uh, pagoda we make do with here
5: yes but look at all the people all the people are welcome here
1: uh
3: that is true Buddhism. As...
5: farmers straight I... from the, the rice paddies with with mud still clinging to their, to their feet. You do not see that in Saigon.
1: No, I agree. In Saigon, too many monks are concerned about their importance and how they'll be perceived. And the pecking order amongst the
3: monks not concerned enough with protecting Buddhism and protecting the people of Vietnam. Yes they try to They try to be politic about it, and
5: I know that to you it seems as though they have lost sight of what it means to be a Buddhist, but I can assure
3: you, those monks that I know. feel great joy at being able to
5: join you here and hear that you two understand the plight of the Buddhists in Vietnam. They fight a different fight on a different battlefield.
1: I doubt most of them would last a week here before they fled back to Saigon with tales of our backwardness and our lack of harmony. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
5: I can assure you that many would, but, but some they have served them. their
3: purpose. They have helped people see the true nature of DM's regime. So, I'm, I'm afraid that people see, still
5: do not see it,
3: or each day understands uh, that DM is a threat to our faith. And that's
5: uh, less concerned with the threat to our faith and more concerned with the threat to Vietnam.
3: Our faith and Vietnam are one and the same.
1: No Catholic can understand that. No communist can understand that.
3: And we will take care of the Catholics first. Then then the communists will have their turn next. Religious strife is not a foundation upon which to build a strong country. There is no strife when Buddha is all. I hope you are believe right. the balls back in your court Jack Cooper.
5: <laughs> I hope you are right and I wish you the best in protecting the Buddhists of this area.
3: All Buddhists everywhere. I must admit we start here for here is where we find ourselves. Here's not necessarily where we will stay. But what brings you Speaking of here, here. We are searching for a journalist. And now I need to. What's, what's his name again? Elaine Blanchett.
0: Blanchett and there? I think, yeah, I think. I think Lynn might even just step in on it
1: and say, yeah, Elaine Blanchett. Nice. Um,
3: so how long has Lynn, has Lynn been following this whole exchange? Mhm- okay um and she noticed the guy tense when when Jack walked up
0: yeah uh, as he said he was going to go speak to an
3: old friend yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, So both Jack Cooper and Lynn, um,
1: the name Elaine Blanchett definitely got a, it registered with him. He hasn't said anything, but both of you picked up that, um, that that hit home. Um, But uh, pretty quickly after that, he's processed, you know, that, that Lynn stepped up and said this. And he's really kind of given Lin the up and down now, um, and his eyes are uh, narrowing, and and the wall's definitely going up, and he's getting. You know, he was having kind of this jousting exchange with uh, Jack Cooper, but he does not appear to be interested in jousting with Lin saying Not out of
3: fear, more out of uh, yeah. Loathing? Uh-huh.
5: Please forgive my coworker. You, you might want to distance
1: yourself. Uh, and the word coworker also you, you both of you catch uh, kind of registers with him. Like he's reassessing yeah. the, the connection between the two of y'all. Yeah, uh, I understand that. Sometimes in
5: okay. the interest of all Vietnamese people, Certain factions
1: may have to work together. For once, he says something I agree with, and then to y'all's surprise,
3: uh, he gets uh, kind of a kind of a, a faint smile, and he says, "Indeed." factions for Vietnam must all work together. We found something to agree on. And then he kind of brushes by, and
1: even though it would be ho- normally horribly impolite in Vietnamese society, um, he actually does the, sh- the shoulder push on Len. Uh, so... <laughs> So when you should, you, I think you should have no doubts as to where you stand with this guy. Uh-huh. So, and I'll say that you figured out his name was Mac Hua. Uh, the last name is spelled H O P. I, I don't know if that's pronounced hop. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give you all that. Eventually, over the course of your time there, you figure out that he's basically
3: in charge of the militia. Uh, what militia? There's no militia. Exactly. Exactly.
1: If there were a militia, he's the type of person that would rise to the top of it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. But since there's not, he hasn't. So it's nothing to worry about. Exactly. Willie, what are you doing? In the pagoda, hanging out? This is a little more your speed. You know, there's no sun beating down on you.
2: Yeah, what did we say? I mean, tea? Tea? Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. tea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Rice. Food. Definitely Everybody rice. Can...
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think uh just taking it in. Uh Greg Lamont,
3: what are you doing?
4: Yeah, I'm uh, doing my best to uh not commit any major faux pas here and um, <laughs> um, I guess we're Did you say we're in a like a at a table? Like talking like in like a dinner table or is it more like we're uh, like kind of on the floor like a sitting
1: yes in my mind it's more like you know everybody's seated on the floor like maybe there's cushions that people mm-hmm. sit on and then there's like probably a low table that things right get,
4: okay get set on um yeah. i got so, you so i, I want to I, I just want to talk to one of the people sitting next to me maybe one of our hosts and i i want to inquire about the i want to ask him about the the monk that we, I don't say we rescued him, but we took him away from, you know, being tortured. That's right. the guy sitting next to me. Oh, how, is, uh, how is, uh, your brother who we, we uh, took away from the, his interrogators earlier, is he okay?
3: Um,
4: well, thank you for your inquiry.
1: And thank, thank you again for your intervention. Who, who knows how things would have turned out. He, uh, he took steps to
3: ensure his safety, and I'm, I'm sure in time he will return to us more or less in the same shape he was before.
4: Return to you. Okay, well, he, 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 uh, I, I was afraid he was very, he appeared very traumatized when I, uh, when I spoke to him before we uh, retired to this pagoda here. I couldn't and see this, much uh, light right. in his eyes, or um, he just had this 1,000-yard stare that it appeared his treatment um, might have caused a little bit of uh, trauma, is what I'm what I'm concerned about. Right, and so this leads, uh, unfortunately for Greg Lamont,
1: this is the perfect opening for the person you're talking to to proselytize you on the <laughs> benefits of following Buddha and the precepts of Buddha and <laughs> transcendence and hopeful uh, path. So,
4: so it's probably not what Greg Lamont was looking for. No, but that's I what Greg Lamont's listen, getting for listen <laughs> for a good amount of time now. Yeah. Just nod and nod politely and uh say interesting a lot and uh oh, you know. But yeah, I don't think he's he's ready to. Um... Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: oh, wow, okay.
4: I don't think he's ready to be uh, converted or anything like that. But um, he'll be a good guest. Let's just leave it at that.
3: So this this
1: pleasantry and politeness and these little exchanges go on for probably an hour, and then uh, uh, Lamb Namnot kind of uh, signals to everyone you know, and they've they, you know, cleared the dishes away and, and you know, people start filing, you know, the, the um, farmers and, and villagers um, you know, start filing back out and kind of resuming uh, their day. And so now really it's just the, the monks um, that are there in Lam actually gets up and withdraws into a smaller section of the pagoda. Um, but as he steps through the entryway to that smaller section, he kind of stops and looks at you and
3: th- the four of you, and kind of you know, nods his head like you're welcome to uh, uh, to follow him. Do so. Uh, going in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll go with them. Okay. Um, Lynn's gonna go outside. Say that again. Lynn's gonna go outside. Okay. Uh, I'm
5: Try not to interrogate any monks.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: she cracks her knuckles.
3: Yep.
0: Do
4: we need uh, to go in two by two then?
0: Or, or I think I, it's uh, safe here? I, Lynn will be fine. I, I, I think you m- maybe don't notice. Like, she hangs back and then she's, and just she's out, okay. out there. Okay. And she's not sneaking. She's just not following. She's going to go outside. Okay. She's going to have a... She's gonna go have a cigarette in the in the like courtyard.
1: Awesome. Um, so uh, Jack and Willie and Fred Lamont, you you come in and and Lamb uh, is seated again. Um, you know again, this is a
3: smaller area. You, you get the sense um, that it's a um, area maybe designed you know, for, for meditation or maybe for you know uh,
1: discussions with small groups, you know, maybe teaching, you know, not entirely sure. Um, you know, Jack's probably more familiar with this kind of inner sanctum type um location based on his time in the Saigon pagodas. he uh, lands there and there's a couple of monks with him and, and he's seated on some cushions and he gestures for y'all to um Sit down and he, he thanks you again for. I just heard a bloop.
3: Did we lose? No, uh, we, no I, I, I put an above table chat in. Nice. Yeah, I have a seat.
1: So, thanks you again for your in, uh, uh, intervention. In the circumstance. Uh, and he uh, reiterates once again that it is
3: the unknowable will of Buddha that directs the, the passage of events. And, and clearly that's why you were brought here. But, but you most likely didn't know that you were coming to rescue one of our monks. So why did you think you were coming here today? Well, we we're looking for this reporter, right? Yes. So we we're, again, we were looking for this man, Blanchette. Report. What we find? Do they know Blanchett. him? As, they might know him as something else. Um, but I'll just uh, say Blanchette. Frenchman? Yes, friend of ours. Ah, yes, a very troubled friend. Much sadness with him. Much pain. Had you seen him recently? (laughs) Had you seen him recently? Um. Well, he's only been here once, and that was. weeks ago? We don't always uh, strictly record the particular time of of mundane
1: events. Obviously, events of great importance to Buddha, we religiously, any kind of smiles at the use of the word religiously, we religiously track and observe. when it comes to the matters of you know, which particular day someone came or went, it's it's rarely of consequence. So it's rarely something we record. But I'm I'm sure sometime in the last few weeks
3: he was here. Mm-hmm. Did you speak with them? Yes. May we ask what you sp- talked about? He was troubled pain. He suffered the loss of his wife in a tragic accident
1: a year ago. Mm -hmm. I, I think Buddha brought him here so that I could give him solace and teach him how Buddha can help someone restore
3: inner peace. But he was not ready to receive the gift of Buddha. Yes. Well we knew him to be troubled too, and that's why we were looking for him. Did he, he give has, you any hint of
2: uh of where he may have head off head out, headed off to? Yeah. What his
3: plans were. He is chasing the wrong answers. And the wrong answers will take him on the wrong paths
2: in more practical terms, what does that mean? <laughs> you go to hey, the plainly monk I, I hold out a map I go, can you point that that wrong path to me on
3: this map? <laughs> he was not seeking peace, he was seeking. He was not accepting that all things happen for a reason, that there's balance. There's always balance with Buddha. He could
1: not accept the loss of his wife as a thing that was intended to bring him strength and greater peace. He, He could not get past
3: the loss of his wife. And he was insistent that we discuss old tales and folklore, that that somehow the power of, of Buddha could reunite him with his wife here in this world. Can it? Well, what do you think? I think the pearls from some of the bodhisattva have very powerful effects. One of the challenges we face is Buddha has great mystery and a long mystery and many fabulous things flow from Buddha. Unfortunately, along the way, people have uh, on occasion co-opted other tales from other beliefs and woven into the story of Buddha. That's a heresy, and it uh, leads people down the wrong path, leads them to false hopes, false idols, false belief, takes them away from harmony. How many of you have humans, by the way? Oh, uh, I,
1: I do that are in the room. I got one,
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I have, have one <laughs> right, and Willie's got, got two I got yep. two yep yeah, so um all of you have picked up on the fact that um. He's not lying to you, <laughs> but he is answering
1: these questions in a very calculated way. Uh, he don't say. <laughs> and he's I got to make sure that the player knowledge and character knowledge is matched up.
3: So, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so he's he's skirting the questions that you've asked. Um, He's not, you, you don't detect that he's told you any outright lies at this point in time,
3: um, but he seems to be very, very calculated in the words he's choosing and, and how he's answering.
5: We fear that Blanchette has proceeded down one of these false paths, and we would like to retrieve him before he comes to harm.
3: Can you well, help us find the path he chose? Alas, Buddha does many things for me, but
1: he does not make me clairvoyant. And uh, I know that uh, Mr. Blanchet was troubled when he arrived. I know he was unhappy with the answers I could give them about his his quest to find a path to reunite with his wife.
3: I know he left uh, unhappy. Where he went and who he spoke to next, I, I cannot help you with that. I, I know these paths exist, but I do not. Uh... Who would? Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to say. Sometimes the path Buddha puts before us is difficult. And he's just kind of not saying anything right now. He's, he's processing what Jack said,
1: and he's got kind of a serene, you know, look on his face. Um, he's not like
3: mad at you guys. He's just kind of not really saying anything in response to that. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, cut to Lin saying outside. How's that cigarette? Good. Yeah. She she
0: knew that anything she would do inside would be bad for the common cause. So if there's any information <laughs> seeing the, the uh interaction they had, she doesn't she doesn't want to step on it. So Okay.
1: Uh so you just haven't a cigarette are you trying to learn
0: anything or figuring out what you're out there. Um I'll keep an open eye, but um yeah, I think it's just the cigarette. That's the intention.
1: Okay. Um, so probably, I mean, you notice, you know, Hop, the guy that was, uh, you know, if there were a militia, he'd be in charge of it. Um, he seems to be kind of, kind of doing make work to stay in the, in, uh, within visual of you. And he's clearly keeping an eye on you and he's clearly unhappy that you are. Uh, present, so that's really probably the big thing you pick up from the human interaction that's going on around you. Sure. The other thing you, other, other thing you notice is kind of to your northwest um, of the pagoda. Uh, you know, you you see the seven mountains, um, uh, and you notice that uh, the clouds are getting dark over. The seven mountains hmm. looks like a storm's blowing in
0: and i think i think lynn is having a, a realization that she's not being afforded the the deference of and and not that she would expect to but you know in the in the city uh you know she carries a certain attache um that is clearly not out here in the the country um and so she's not going to necessarily antagonize this guy um maybe she will you know just do the smoking wander thing just to kind of poke around and then yeah keep an eye on those clouds
3: okay um So let's cut back inside. We have a long way home. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, uh, let's cut back inside. So y'all are sitting there. Lambs, just kind of smiling and, and sitting there. You
3: guys going to try to spark the conversation more? Um,
5: <sighs> during the meal, would I have had – would would I have been filled in with what CIA was looking for?
1: When you say what CIA was looking for, are you talking about what, like Willie and uh, yeah,
5: what Willie was, or, was or looking what
1: like. actually
3: what Lynn learned? Yes, what I don't know. Uh, Lynn, would you share that with everybody? Um, what I learned about what uh, the the.
1: Special Forces Sergeant told you that they were looking for the hearts of No, uh,
0: um, hmm. I don't.
1: I don't know that I would
0: have
3: had an opportunity to. I don't know. Okay. Well, that—that that, that was my question. I. I, I, um,
1: I, I guess have no problem. A bit that, of a sure You guys could have. Uh, if Lynn wanted to, she could have passed that information to everyone during the course of the
3: interaction so that's sure. to
1: you.
3: yeah,
0: yeah, and maybe it would have come up with you know if if there's small talk on the way back to the pagoda or on the way to the pagoda um right. you know especially um like if Greg Lamont's talking about the interrogation because he kind of got up got up at it um she, she would have mentioned it in passing.
3: And it, uh, maybe hmm. she's kind of torn. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, I guess it w- she would try to play it as kind of in passing, and and kind of make it seem like you know, like a like an old wives' tale or something. Like, oh, they're looking for this this relic. Um,
3: but okay. yeah, she yeah she would mention it. That's a good point. Okay. So, Jack Cooper, you know, in fact, that information. Yeah. So I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to ask the other two to leave. I would like to have a private word with with my friend here. So you want a private audience with Lamb now? Yes. Okay. Um, he looks intrigued and um you know gestures to uh willie and Craig Lamont that um you know please you can take a pop. feel free to enjoy the pagoda and it's not as impressive as the uh,
2: lavish pagodas in Saigon, but it has its charm. And you'll, you might learn something. Yeah, I'll help myself to more tea, if you don't mind.
3: But he's definitely gesturing for you to step out. So are you and Greg stepping out? Yeah, I'll go yeah. outside. I'll go help
2: myself to more tea. All right. So they step out,
1: uh, and we'll roll for initiative. <laughs> yes, or maybe not. One day I'm going to say we're going to roll for initiative. I'm going to be serious. So I know it's going to be great. <laughs> That'll be a different game, though. Yeah, you um, never know. Yep, you roll for initiative in this game. I just don't do it very often. So that's true. Uh, okay. Especially so, when you're shooting yeah.
0: people in the back. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> back of the knee. Uh, back of the knee. Yes. Yep. Um that was a
5: good. Shot. So, so <laughs> as soon as as soon as they're out, the first thing I say is. Please make sure Hop lays low for the next few weeks.
3: I don't know what Lynn will tell them when we get back to Saigon, but it will not be good. Second of all, is this relic safe, and does it have to do with what Blanchett was looking for? To answer your first question, Hop has uh, survived much. He is uh, blessed of Buddha, and I feel
1: Buddha has a destiny for him that is not yet fulfilled. But more importantly, Hop accepts his destiny. and is prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice to protect our faith.
5: We need people like Hop for when Diem falls
3: or the communists will take over everything. He gets a very intrigued look when you say that to him. Indeed, now the fall of end seems inevitable. And indeed the communists are ultimately a greater threat but they're the more distant threat at this point. Buddha counsels patience and wisdom. Deal with one problem at a time. my question (laughs) oh i'm i'm sorry what was the second question is the relic safe which relic uh, would you be speaking of when those men were here to find. I do not care if you have it. I only want to know if it is safe. I would not know if it's safe at this time. Okay. Do you believe it has anything to do with Blanchett? Mr. Blanchett had convinced himself that the heart could act as a key that will unlock a door to the place where souls go when they have departed this earth he felt with that key and some other knowledge that he could return his lost life restore the life he previously had indeed a dark path that he had gone down yes Thank you for
5: your hospitality and for your help.
3: Let's cut to,
1: uh, think about that. I mean, that could be a great place to end that conversation, but cut to that. We'll go to, or we'll cut to Willie and Greg Lamont. Uh, Willie, you got your tea? How you doing? Enjoying that?
2: Yeah. uh, Going to have a couple sips and uh, just walk around. Mm -hmm. See if I notice anything interesting, uh, keeping my eyes out.
1: Uh, So you notice... That um, there's some stuff that definitely um, y- you know enough to know that it's like Buddhist, you know, religious, you know, script and and scenes from um, you know the story of Buddha. We um, also notice that there's a series of I'm going to say paintings, you know, but these are like
3: not Western like paintings and wood frames. They're more like, um, you know, silk or paper, mm-hmm. you know, with with drawings on them. Um, and it looks like drawings of um, the Seven Mountains. Because you're you're looking at them and you're actually like oh yeah I remember kind of seeing that when I, we were coming in and you know you're you know
1: admiring um, you know the worries it's good it's good good drawing you know like they they really captured the not only the the detail but also the kind of the, the feel of these mountains but then you notice know, there's an eighth uh,
3: eighth drawing of a mountain. That doesn't look like any of the mountains um, that you saw outside. And you could roll a stability test for me
1: as you look at that eighth mountain. Awesome. Well,
2: why is that? Had there? to happen at some point. All right. Uh, the how stability do I? Is just hit the big red on, button. On
1: yeah. your. Is it? Wait a second.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. It's up top.
1: Yep. So um, in this game, stability is a resource, but it's also a measure. Um, So whenever you take a stability test, you can choose to spend points to add to your role, to pass the test. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, if I was nice and told you exactly what the Potential stability loss would be, then you could map
3: out whether it made sense to spend a bit or not. I, I'm not going to be nice. And tighten it. What the stability loss might be. So, a really easy stability test would be mm-hmm. uh, uh, two or better
1: on your D6. Um, kind of standard stability test would be uh, a 4 or better. A hard stability test would, would be a 6 or better. And then like a really hard stability test would be an 8 or better. So, so obviously, a really hard stability test would have to right. spend. Um, in, the, in, the, in the last game, just as a preface before you roll and decide, I actually tracked yeah. this as hidden information. Um, Because we're using the black book for everything, I just want to use the black book for this. So I'm still not going to tell you exactly Mm -hmm. what the the test number is. Typically, if I felt like it was something that was going to be pretty easy, I'd probably use adjectives to describe it, to suggest, you know, know, it's bothering you, but it's not really challenging you. If it was something that was going to be like really, you know, like punching to your Mm -hmm. soul, I'd use adjectives to describe that as well. So you might infer that this is a standard stability Mm -hmm. test from... The fact that I'm not really giving you a bunch of descriptors about exactly how looking at this picture of this mountain is
3: affecting right. you.
2: So, my stability is currently eight, so I could drop it to six and get plus two to my roll. Correct. All right. Well, I'll do one. So I'm okay. feeling, feeling saucy. <laughs> um, and how do I roll? I see a, a die icon. It doesn't seem to do anything.
0: Uh, I think you just click on stability in your, like, under general. In- lower down on your
3: sheet if you're in play it should be red oh i see it okay oh, no, I, I thought i'll ask you for your spend too yeah okay I, yeah you're right so i can see the spend there okay so i'll spend one point boom and oh now what i do you spent one for your stability correct i did or the
2: red or
1: the dice is the dice or the dice highlighted in red for you? The little dice icon?
3: Oh, now they now I had to click them to do that. okay, so click it again. And let's see what happens Ooh. All right, so
2: pretend I added one
3: <laughs> two <laughs> okay uh, that's weird. Not sure if that's because I never roll uh, I'm just want to make sure you did this right. I just want to do, I'm going to click on your character sheet. I'm going to do it again and see what happens. Yeah. So I think what you do is you, you go there, you click your stability, uh, and then it, to
1: ask how much you want to spend. And you click on how much you want to spend. And then it should roll for you. So is that what it did? Because you, you you said refresh. That's why.
2: Yeah, well, the first thing, that's what I did the first time. Like I clicked stability. And then it's asked me how much I wanted to spend. And I said one point. And then that's that first entry. Will it can spend one point for the stability pool?
1: But it didn't actually do the roll. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, could be finicky. I can't remember exactly what the deal is. I think I think if the dice are not highlighted, that's the problem.
2: Maybe so, I need to do that first. Highlight the dice and then click. I don't know.
1: Right. So so here's the bottom line. I'm going to say that um, uh, you didn't pass, uh, and I'm going to say it was a one point stability loss. So you you just you're looking at this this mountain. Um, and, and what kind of jury is it? Didn't look like the mountains you had seen, and you looked at it, and just for maybe like ten
3: seconds, you just kind of got this, um, just this sense of of non-specific fear, kind of just kind of like a shiver,
1: you know. But but it was prolonged. It was like ten seconds worth of of the shiver Mm -hmm. then it then it went away yes exactly uh lynn that's uh you still outside Mm -hmm. yeah that storm's getting pretty thick um uh up over the mountains and it's definitely heading your way so and and not like towards lynn individually like this is a big storm that is formed up over those mountains. Yeah. And it's uh starting to blow in. There's um, a storm coming. Yep. Um, and Greg Lamont,
0: what are you doing? I'll I'll peek my head into the to the door and um, just right. say something something like gentlemen, there's there's rain coming, we we might consider getting on the road.
3: It's coming, All right.
4: um, Okay, well, I was, I thought I was shambling with uh, Willie here. Okay. So I imagine I got to uh, look at this mountain too, huh? Well, I guess so, so it's up to you. Um, I'll say that you were kind of following
1: behind him you know, and suddenly you notice that he just goes like stock still mm-hmm. um, and is he's like standing and he's Trembling, but like his cup with his tea, like the tea sloshing over the side of the cup, Um, and you you try to call out to him, and nothing happens, and probably after about 10 seconds, kind of he, like, snaps out of it, and he's kind of looking around,
3: like, with the, you know, where am I, you know, what are we doing, kind of look. You okay, Willie? Yeah, I (laughs) – does this look right to
2: you? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> right.
4: i'll take a look let's have some fun okay careful for <laughs> that bus <laughs> <laughs> my stability is only two what really
3: how did you right. do that
4: i don't i don't know I, I i just i just looked at that as we were looking at willie's going through his uh you know procedure here i don't know what that I I think' that's
1: right.
4: It. Let me see if I can pull up uh, 1961's uh, sheet real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. think I, I still have the uh,
3: spreadsheet we had.
4: bookmarked. You
3: had eight in the last game. Eight. So, okay. So just so I don't know
1: two. how you ended up with two. Yeah, go ahead and make it eight.
4: Okay, right. I can take I it think- down too if that, if I, I think I lost some after previous I mean, typically, or...
1: Stability typically is a short-term measure. You know, sanity is the thing that potentially gets chipped away over time.
4: So, okay. Stability um, can be
1: recharged though. Yeah, within reason. So I'll, I'll see it back up to eight. That's fine. I'll find ways okay. to get rid of that. So,
4: <laughs> Okay. Did I, did I say
3: that? Okay. I didn't uh, know. Yeah. Right, so, so, so again,
4: so like a like a knucklehead, I'm gonna look over at this thing that he's uh, directing my attention to, and okay, I know we just went over this, but so you so click go stability. To your, your sheet. So so go to play. Yeah, I got play. The dice are up. The dice are highlighted. Yeah. So you
1: should be able to click stability, and it should ask you how much you want to spend. You decide uh, okay. what you want to spend. Let's. Spend... And once you click that, it should roll the dice for us. Let's spend one point. Okay. Yeah, so it's a, a picture of a mountain. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be one of the mountains immediately adjacent to the pagoda. So you're not sure why it's here with
3: all these others that clearly are pictures of the mountains near the pagoda. But really, it's, it's a picture of a mountain. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, don't know yeah. why Willie had that reaction. So. It's a mystery hmm yeah i'm gonna
4: i'm gonna bookmark that one um he's like yeah i
3: don't
4: i don't see anything off on this um i don't even think he's gonna greg's gonna say that he's just gonna say okay uh he's just gonna look at it and take it in and that's it
3: okay um and jack cooper you gonna you gonna be finished with Lamb? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't want to push him too hard. Um, okay. I have a and feeling he, we'll be back at some yeah. point. He uh he you know, thanks you for your your inquiries and he hopes he is the best of luck. Uh,
1: in you finding Mr. Blanchett and his sincere
3: hope that you can save him from the path he's on it's a path that's going to lead to nothing but heartache and a great great disappointment for him
5: do, Sorry, one last thing do you think he <laughs> might have stayed in this area
3: i I don't know i My perception was that after he was done here, he left. He didn't say where he was going next. He was not happy with me when he left. It wasn't as pleasant a conversation as this. Okay, well. And uh, so, uh, chet cooper as you're kind of
1: coming out of the inner sanctum you know you see willie and uh, greg lamont over by some uh, arts you know pictures on one of the walls and lynn sands kind of got her head in the door and you hear a crack of thunder and drops of rain begin pelting down
3: so what are you guys going to do In the hotel. <laughs> Lynn does not want outside. to stay the night here. Yeah. I'm the not going to make you spend the night there. Well,
4: copters don't usually fly in the rain, right? Or do they?
5: Not if they can help it.
4: Okay, no. so in driving anywhere will probably end up in the same result We get stuck. At least we're in like Shelter here. Like I imagine, these muddy, you know, country roads are gonna get bogged down when a monsoon hits them.
5: I mean, I imagine Jack and Lynn are are pretty used to uh, rain, and Yeah. yeah, it doesn't bother them very
4: much, right? But like, if we but getting if we were to like take a car or something, try to drive back. That that's gonna. I don't think a car is gonna be able to last very long on some muddy roads
3: though. That's just that's what I'm saying. Um, Okay. Um. Unless there's paved roads, then it's a different story. But again, it depends on how hard it's gonna end up raining too. Because
4: if it's like a hurricane downpour or something like that,
3: it's 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 raining pretty hard out there. And the wind's blowing. There's getting some lightning popping out there. Do you guys want to try heading back to Saigon?
4: How far... Do you think
5: your Special Forces friends are still in town?
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering. Like, How far would it be for us to get back to where I think they would be?
1: Uh, The Special Forces camp is probably a 20-30 minute drive
3: from (laughs) um, the pagoda. Now, when you all drove down, it was it,
1: it, Jack Cooper presented as he made some contacts with some locals. Who, my perception was, they drove you guys down and dropped you, um,
3: versus you took their cars. Did you? Th- no, no. You think that we, went differently. We, we
5: took their. I, I basically took their car.
3: Okay.
1: All right. So you've got. You know, some non-American Jeep, non-Jeep type car that y'all came down in. Uh, so you could certainly
4: take it back on the dirt roads. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's give it a shot. And if we sure. get stuck, we'll just, we'll just hump it the rest of the way.
1: Okay.
4: Uh,
1: who's driving? Um, I Who
3: do have...
1: I have... a. I have, Well, I... I mean, I
0: guess I have a one in automobile and one in motor scooter. Okay,
4: I'm a, I got drive three. Oh, Anybody nice. Better? No, that'd be you. Okay, I'm driving. Okay.
1: Um. So, uh, you guys pile on the car, and again, you know, it's it's the car's not in fantastic condition to start with, um, and it's just kind of a run of the mill car. It's not a car that's designed for you know heavy duty off-road stuff um and it's just raining and the water's running down off the mountain it's definitely the roads are getting or the road is getting pretty muddy on you um so and you can definitely get the sense that there may be places where it's kind of washing out um so uh, this is going to be you know, if the goal is to get back without getting stuck, um, you know, you're gonna need to be careful, take your time, and and even then you may still run into something that you just don't uh, you're just not in a position to deal with.
4: So, yeah. we'll go through and try to hit the dry spots and Okay. You wanna give me a drive test? Sure. Okay.
3: I can okay. Where does it say play? Refresh. Yeah, mine keeps going away. Rex, I think if you go into somebody's sheet, it kicks us out of play
0: mode. Uh,
1: okay, okay. <laughs>
5: that that's what happened. I was wondering. I thought huh. it was something I
3: did.
1: No, because, yeah, I have been doing that. Uh, let me do, like, a reload. Okay, no, you guys are back now. Sorry about
4: that. That's, like, a good thing to know. Yep. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so I got my yep. Okay. So like, what so, did I do? <laughs> all right, so I think I should use some of my drive for this. So let's use. I think you should as well. Um, two points out of three. That sound good, or should I just use all of it so we don't get stuck in the jungle? I think two, because save one for later. Case.
3: You time. never know.
4: Right. You never know. Here
3: we go. Ah, shit. Well maybe it's good enough. Four. You know, normally <laughs>
1: a, a four would have been just fine, but I, I did emphasize that this is not a good car, it's not a good um, road situation, this weather's really a problem. <laughs> so you're probably about halfway back to the special forces camp when mm-hmm. Uh, you're driving, and you realize just too late that you know that like the you know it's constantly puddles mm-hmm. of water um, and in in bodies of standing water that you've been plowing through uh and you just hit one and you realize too late that the particular area of standing water it's a lot deeper because it's washed away a section of the road and the Sorry. car, you know, the, the tire, it's like the front right goes into that. And it's actually deep enough that it actually flips and it rolls the car um, oh, down, down. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm on the side. So let's do this. What would oh, be a man. good thing?
3: Um, let's do this. Everybody just roll survival would that be survival yeah i'm trying to think what the right thing to roll in this situation is i almost feel like telling you to roll health. um
1: that's cool too yeah because survival is more like what's going to happen after you get out of your broken down. Right. You know,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. That comes that's next. Step <laughs>
3: right. two. Right. Like so here's, here's what I do.
1: Yeah, uh, roll health. It, it don't spin any points. I'm going to just treat that as a straight D6 roll, almost like a luck roll. Um,
4: mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And,
3: uh, but you can just use that step and do, it, do a zero point spin. Oh. all right jack makes it
5: nice jack's been in these cars a lot (laughs) he knows what
4: what to expect (laughs) Uh, this is greg's first time driving a jeep in a you know rainy jungle however yeah so here's the and his role reflects that here's the
1: weird thing about it um you were driving and you would, you know, you had old cliche, you know, the driver always walks away. You're wow. actually the only person that gets injured in this, um, you know, <laughs> kind of as the car rolls and flips, you know, you end up bashing your head on the, on the steering wheel mm-hmm. in the process. Um, so reduce your, your health stat
4: by two points. Okay.
1: So kind of
3: essentially,
4: of okay, so I would go. I just go to edit. Yeah, there it is. Okay.
3: Uh, you could probably.
1: Yeah, you could probably just go to edit and do it that way.
4: Yeah, there we go. And then replay it. Okay, good. Actually,
1: it, it it but it dropped both your
4: your oh. starting number and. Okay. That, let's so undo see. that. Let's do, undo that. So health is back up. Spend some points.
3: Okay. Health up to eight. Play. Yeah, you know, just, just do a two-point spend out of it. There it is. Okay. All right.
1: So everybody, the car goes ass over tea kettle and it smashes down. Um, you know, envision, you know, the, the tire's still spinning. Um, <laughs> you guys are, like, all piled on top of each other. Lamont!
3: <laughs> Lamont's
1: at the and, bottom of the
4: pile. <laughs> yeah. And
1: you uh, realize Lamont's unconscious. And... Uh, You guys start pulling yourself out of this car in the the pouring down rain and you look around. Looks pretty desolate in this part of um, Anhua district this time. Mm. I just have this picture of Lin Sang kind of like looking around, sheltering the the cigarette as she lights up, (laughs) takes a drag and, and the camera fades to black. Mm-hmm. Right, nice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Americans <laughs> you guys could have stayed at the pagoda I was uh,
4: yeah, prepared for that eventuality I was prepared for the eventuality of you guys I was and not some people didn't want to stay there <laughs> rather take their chances in the jungle <laughs>
5: I mean honestly jungle probably safer for Lynn.
3: Yes, <laughs> could be.
1: See, I thought we were going to go to Lynn's, uh, having a flashback to maybe like her childhood, um, or or maybe visiting her grandmother, um, who I perceived probably was had a more rural, uh, mm-hmm. a more rural life. So I thought that's where you're going to take that when she was out smoking her cigarette, soaking up the environment.
4: All right, boys. Uh, that was good up a good chapter. Good. Thank you, you guys. Yeah, thanks, Rex. You,
1: nope, not a problem. I'm having fun doing it. And I always have that moment of anxiety where I'm afraid that I'm not going to know what to do. And then you guys always save me. So uh, I'm really just playing off y'all mostly. <laughs> so uh, let's see. So today was the 1st so we still have the 15th 15th yeah the 1st of march the 15th of march
4: i think that's as far as theoretically the wind, right? we're
1: ending on the 29th
5: the so, of march someone's getting stabbed
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. assuming that'll be
1: before uh right. we get to the finale
0: so if you keep uh, keep standing in front of machine guns
1: Yep. I
5: mean, <laughs> calculated risk.
1: Hi, boys. Questions, comments for the good of the order? Sounds like everybody had a good time. So...
4: Yeah. I, like good. The, I like the, the uh, kind of general mystery. Yeah. And so was there something historical why Lynn to stay in the pagoda? Uh, was that, uh, were they just hostile to her? Or, um okay yeah and and vice versa she
3: yeah
4: is it just like a female thing no no no
0: she she works for a catholic regime that actively interrogates
4: uh okay okay i got okay communist
0: agents and and a lot of them have been they've been looking for them in in buddhist
4: strongholds Okay, so she was... I Whether see, they're I finding
0: see. them really or not, but they're finding communists <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: in these places. And I think, I think that would be clear, too. Oh, um, actually, that is a question I had. What was the abbot's name?
3: Uh, his name
1: is in my uh, uh His name is.
3: is Lam Lam. Nam. Not in H eighteen. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So he he would have known at least a little bit.
4: Okay.
0: I, I'm. I kind of got that vibe when he was talking about Catholics, um, which outwardly, for the sake of her career, Lynn is Catholic, although she's probably not really a believer in uh-huh. Catholicism, but for you know to, to assimilating kind of thing. Yeah, have, have a job in this regime you have to be a Catholic.
4: Okay. Okay.
0: But she is strongly anti communist and mm-hmm. you know, according to the the doctrine of the day, yeah. Uh, the Buddhists are are communist. Or lean that way
4: anyway. I see. Okay. Yeah that that was wasn't a word. That's
0: before. why she's Somewhat, somewhat hostile to to Jack because of his his communist identity his and this, okay. this this white guy being a, a Vietnamese Buddhist.
4: Just a fencer, okay.
5: Is it me or yeah. or are are Jack and Lynn like sort of getting along better? I felt um, like they've they've sort of like their patter was more just patter than
4: actual. Yeah. You can cut the sexual <laughs> tension with the... <laughs> no, no, this, there's no. no sexual tension. <laughs> I mean,
3: no, um, you, you Jack don't likes so. to
5: look, but, think... but he also likes to look at fire, right?
3: And I,
0: <laughs> I, I, I think part of it is circumstantial, kind of getting out of the way, because we're, we're here to do a job, so she's not going to yeah. jeopardize that job um, by being outwardly hostile to this, this abbot. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, whatever helps.
1: Okay. Yeah, was I was curious how you were going to play that because like, I could have seen you going hard the other way where you try to lean on him. Um, yeah, they were just pointing a gun at
0: us. Um, right. So
5: they the abbot had nothing to do with that. Sure. Nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, his
0: you know. Kernel or whatever is raking leaves in the front yard when I'm smoking. That's right.
1: <laughs> Those leaves got to get raked. They don't rake themselves. Yeah. That's what I
5: mean, Greg Lamont knows that we we only believe
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, excellent uh, work. Sorry, we got started a little bit late, but we got no worries. Um, no sweat, pretty man. much. No sweat. To a, to, Um, I had maybe, like, the next stop point if we didn't hit this. And and I didn't know if you guys were going to leave or not, so, you know, without revealing too much. Um, So I certainly anticipated the possibility that y'all would stop, spend the evening in the pagoda, and we'll see how things unfold. Now it looks like maybe you're spending the evening in a ditch on the side of the road, Um, you know. Or you could just hump it and and walk. So We'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah. But um, making progress. You, know, you acquired some good information tonight.
2: So. Should
0: we? Should we? That's that's a good point. Should we decide what we're doing to kind of give Rex some prep time? Sure, that'd be fantastic vote,
4: if you
1: want
0: to. My votes. My votes hump.
4: Yeah, I'm have, I have too. Yeah, same thing. Are we um, going to see the yeah. guy whose yeah. whose car this is? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we, I mean Jack, Jack will smooth that too. over. Okay, okay. Uh, J- you'll, J- you'll take Jack's care of gonna
5: that. take up a collection from from you guys
3: uh and yeah. smooth it over. Yeah, <laughs> when it dries out
4: you can get it back, you know.
1: I thought Jack was gonna go with dude, my dad's got an awesome set of tools. We can fix that. No. this is gonna shit. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, All yeah. right, good
2: time, to yeah, and, uh,
1: uh, 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 So Jason, just hold my hand for a second.
3: Craig, you need me? Uh, I have
4: I can't help it if I cry.